0: Hey, welcome to How to Write a Novel. So, here we go, fucking recording on the phone, which is bad sound quality. It's windy and it's snowing. Another episode. This sounds like shit, not that anyone gives a fuck. This time of year, man, fucking Canada. God damn it, it is so dark, so early, and it's just gray all through the day. I guess it's because the time change just happened. Such a fucking miserable nightmare, this time change. It's I guess so that it's sunny in the morning. I guess that makes sense, because it would be too depressing to go to work in the dark. But I'm never fucking awake then, so instead I get dark at night. And yeah, it just started snowing. And it's just like fucking... It doesn't feel real, man. It doesn't feel like... This feels like a movie. It feels like Let the Right One In or something. It's just pitch fucking black and snowy and windy. So let me talk to myself as I walk. Keep myself company through this fucking goddamn nightmare. I don't know. It's not so bad, I guess. It's, uh, I mean, there's a, a niceness to it in a way. It's kind of pretty. It's like being in a little snow globe. But. Also just weird. It's just weird. All right, it feels weird so what I had on my mind today is I'm just finishing up chapter 28 and It's been a year because it was last November that I moved to Vancouver and Started writing this book in earnest now. It's midway through November again. So in a year It's funny because I I really go at a slow pace as I keep bringing up in this podcast. I deliberately write at what I feel is a slow pace. I have no word goals. I have no specific amount of time. I have to sit down and write each day because as I've said ad nauseum, I don't think that kind of pushing results in good work and it doesn't make you happy to be working on your writing. So I really think it's more important to have a sustainable level of activity. If you get like a burst of writing here and there, but it's not consistent, you'd be much better off, I think, to write consistently every day for five years, you know, instead of in spits and spats throughout that same amount of time. And this book seems like a perfect example. So I'm at chapter 28, you know, let's just round it down to chapter 24. It's been a year. So that basically means I write two chapters a month or a chapter every two weeks. Now that's inadvertent. Like I said, that's not a goal. It's not like I got to crack the whip to make sure I write a chapter every two weeks. That's just how it it worked out. But when I realized that, I was really pleased. I'm like, "Wow, A chapter every two weeks, like that's pretty good. That's not a bad pace at all. And that was just, you know, that's my initial impulse. That's the feeling I have. But then I was thinking about it and this is where I really do think, I think somebody could easily look at that and not feel that way. They could feel that was too slow. Maybe it should be a chapter a week. I feel like nobody would really expect of themselves more than a chapter a week. I really don't think that's even reasonable. But I could see someone thinking that. You know, like double the pace. Like I'm going half speed. Again, I'm just inventing this phantom person in my brain. I don't know. Just that it seems like the way other people talk about writing, the way other people approach writing, doesn't seem to be like the way I do it. You know, it seems like there's much more of this, like, sense of pressure, this sense of urgency, this sense of pushing, this kind of neurotic need to to be productive. You know, at the uh, expense of the actual work itself, and I think counterproductively because then these are the people that burn out, or uh, get stuck, or just fall off. You know, the the phantom fall-off where you're just working on the thing and then you suddenly realize at some point you stopped and you're not sure how that happened. And I guess I just kind of wanted to reiterate, if your impression is that a chapter every two weeks is too slow and that it is better to push and it's better to go faster, which again, I don't know, maybe nobody does. Maybe I'm just making up this person and this person doesn't exist. But say you did feel that way. I think it's important to take a step back and think about what it is you're actually writing, what it is you're working on. Like for instance, if you were writing Sweet Valley High books, maybe you would need a chapter a week. Maybe a chapter a week is actually too slow. You probably need a couple of chapters a week. There's a really interesting article, I don't remember any of the details, I don't remember the lady's name, I don't remember where it's at, but you can find it. It's this, this lady who is now some kind of well-regarded academic writer or whatever. And she's like telling the secret history that she was a pen writer for Sweet Valley High for years. I might have mentioned this before because I was reading that fucking Fearless book by Francine Pascal, who is the lady who created Sweet Valley High. So anyway, Francine Pascal set up Sweet Valley High and she wrote the major outlines but then for the whole first run of the series it was these two ghostwriters who uh, it was their responsibility to come up with side plots and sub-chapters, whatever, subplots, and they just kind of cranked them out. So I mean, yeah, if you're writing Sweet Valley High maybe you do need to crank things out faster. But one thing that surely I've mentioned before I definitely mean for it to be implied, but I just want to make it explicit. Is that what I'm talking about is not Sweet Valley High. Nothing against it, you know? I like that kind of shit sometimes. It's got its place. Obviously, millions of fans, people love Sweet Valley High. That's fine. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about writing as a task or as a mass production fucking enterprise What I'm talking about just to make no bones about it is The world changing, you know, the great novel. That's what I'm talking about I'm talking about writing the best fucking shit that has ever existed. I'm talking about writing the all-time classic That doesn't mean that's actually what I'm doing. That doesn't mean I'll pull that off This thing I'm writing could be garbage. It might not even get published. Maybe nobody will even like it. But in my mind, that's the goal. That's the aim. So when I talk about not pushing oneself and trying to go at a slow, continual pace so that you can keep very close tabs on your own feelings and your own intuition about the story so that it is as strong and as vital feeling as possible, you know, that it is the story that expresses what's really inside you and what it really is that you feel about life and what you really want to try to explain and show to someone else, that's what I'm talking about and that's why I think it's important to be slow and consistent, not to push yourself, not to force out words, Not to fill space on a page. I guess this is going to be another short episode because I'm just fucking getting snow all over my phone today. But I guess I just wanted to to say that. That's who I'm talking to. That's who I'm presuming you are. Because really, this podcast is just me talking to myself. And that's who I am. That's what I'm doing. I want the book that in a fucking hundred years, people still remember. Is that realistic? Definitely not. Is that likely? Way not likely. But that's what I want. And I'm not going to get there by accident. You know, you can't get to these fucking mountainous heights. You know, you can't get to the rarefied air if you can't envision what it's like to be there. If you can't imagine that goal, it's not going to happen by accident. You have to be this kind of person. You have to feel this way about your work, you have to think this is something that is possible. And it's like that saying of, you know, there's the two types of people, (laughs) the classic, there's always two types of people. Well, here's these, this specific duo of the two types of people is, there's the people who conform to reality. You know, they're the reasonable people, they're the sensible people. And then there's the people who want reality to conform to them. And, uh, I mean, that can obviously be awful if you're a crazy person. That's all a disaster. That's all a nightmare. But if you can ride that fucking edge, you know, if you can be a not crazy person, but still expect reality to conform to you, that's how the world changes. That's how when you you find these people or you hear about these people, that changed the world. It's because they did not accept the status quo. They didn't say, "Uh, it's just things are good enough the way they are. They said, I need this to be different. The way I see things is not here yet. I need to bring this into reality. And that's definitely how I view writing. The book I want doesn't exist. The mindset I want to present doesn't exist. I don't just want to write a vampire book because Stephanie Meyer wrote a vampire book. I don't want to fucking uh, wonder what's, what's the hot trend. I wonder what could be popular right now. No, fuck all that shit. I want what I want, and that's it. I know I got this thing in my head that nobody else has got, and I want to get that into a book at the highest level of quality possible. And I mean, even if it's some kind of Van Gogh shit where nobody gives a fuck and then long after I'm dead, somebody finds it, again, even that probably won't happen. Completely unlikely. But that's still the goal. Like, Even if in my lifetime I completely fail, I'm still just going to be reaching for that end game. That's what I'm working toward. And I just gotta fucking believe it can happen. That's the kind of writing I'm talking about. That's the kind of writer I'm trying to talk to. If you're just writing a bunch of dog shit, I don't fucking care what you do. Do whatever you want. (laughs) Do whatever works for you. Who gives a shit? I don't. You don't. Nobody does. Who fucking cares? But if you really want to write something great, that's what I'm trying to nail down, that's what I'm trying to figure out, is what is the best way to approach the goal of making a great novel. How do you keep working on it every day? How do you keep from falling off the horse? How do you keep from getting burned out? How do you keep from having your brain, like, repel you from the project? How do you get from start to finish on a novel? And not just some shitty novel, not some NaNoWriMo dog shit, not some generic genre thing that you heard is popular. The thing that you want to write, the thing that is inside you that you believe in, how do you get there? That's what I'm talking about. So when you look at it that way, a chapter every two weeks is insanely good. (laughs) You know? It only took me two weeks. To write a new chapter in the book that I really want, you know, the book I'm really trying to get to, the book that I feel like could be this great thing that realistically almost certainly won't be. <laughs> you know, maybe my eighth book will be or something. But I'm always trying to get there, I'm always trying to make that great book. And I feel good about where I'm at. I feel confident about the steps I've gone through. I feel like I haven't just spit out a bunch of shit. There's a lot that needs to be edited still. There's a lot that is going to be changed on the second pass. But I didn't just write anything that as I was going, I I'm, I'm feel like it sucks. Or I feel like I'm just putting in time. Or I feel like I'm just trying to fill up words. Trying to fill up space. I don't feel like that. And in that sense, yeah, chapter every two weeks, insane. I mean, yeah, like just insanely, it's just shocking that this little amount of work that I do every day adds up this much at this relatively quick pace. Just picking away at stuff daily, man. I cannot recommend it enough. It is so important on both sides, on the side of the continuous build and just how suddenly a year has gone by and you have half a novel like holy shit and in order to avoid the pitfall of just falling off the project because if I hadn't been writing every day I would have fallen off by now I always have before so yeah if you're trying to write something great which you should be don't worry about going slow because it still adds up fast and it is worth it. It is an incredibly fair price or a fair cost might be a good way to put it. I mean just think about that. You know, if if through some miracle this is some book that becomes one of the classics and it only took me 2 weeks per chapter. That is a fucking steal! That is crazy great! And as I trudge through the snow, and I'm fucking half blind from snow on my glasses and my fingers are freezing off, that's what I wanted to say. So thanks for listening while I try to distract myself from this frozen misery Now let's wrap this up. Song of the day. This is a band called Bring Me the Horizon. And it's a song called Wonderful Life. I don't really know this band. But this song, it's like one of the promo songs for NXT, the wrestling company. They always have really cool songs. So this is like official theme of fucking NXT war games. Oh, my fingers are fucking hurting. They're so cold. Anyway, the video for this song, it's just this sarcastic song about how, what a great fucking, what a wonderful life this guy has. And in the little video clip that they show, it's like just a dad pushing his kid on a swing. And I love the juxtaposition of that so much. That is what I think of when I think of this song. It's like a guy in his 20s, he just had a kid. Now he's just doing the grind. He's just going to work. And he's raising his kid, and he's doing the stuff society says he's supposed to do, but he fucking is super depressed and hates his life. That is, like, that's the horror story of the 21st century, and that's what this song makes me think of. So here's Wonderful Life by Bring Me the Horizon. Talk to you next time. Fun facts about the brain, and how it starts to deteriorate when we get to twenty seven or thereabouts. It got me thinking about my head and what I can do to help stimulate it. it makes me sad, but I've forgotten what I'm on about. You got the foam all cussing through my veins This is not no. true